There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Steeler fans, how's it going? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for our third episode of the Steelers News podcast slash YouTube show. I would be remiss if I said how to find this show. If you're listening in podcast form and you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, check us out, BTSC Steelers Radio. If you don't know we have a podcast platform, you can find us on iTunes at The Standard is the Standard. That's the title of our platform. But the Steelers news continues, even though it's the offseason. There is actually a lot to talk about, and that's because organized team activities, or OTAs as we call them, has officially begun. The team just wrapped up day two on Wednesday. They have one more practice, walkthrough, workout, whatever you want to call it, on Thursday before they take off until the following Tuesday. And this will go on for about three or four weeks. Then they'll have mini camp after their mini camp, their mandatory mini camp. Because remind you, these workouts are all voluntary. Mandatory mini camp will happen. And then after that, they go on that hiatus. I call it the dog days of summer. It's where nothing happens. Well, let me rephrase it's where you hope nothing happens. Because if anything happens during that time, it's very, very rarely ever good. You might get the new contract or a free agent acquisition or something like that, but ultimately it's never good if you hear any news after OTAs and minicamp have wrapped up leading into training camp. But let's get straight to it. We have two days to recap. We're not going to do this show every day. That would kind of be overkill. Day one of OTAs, the big news was Big Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? It almost seemed like it was a WWE event. All the media flocked over to Roethlisberger as he was available for the media consumption, so to speak. And he said all the right things. He said some things that were confusing. He said that the comments that he made uh, in regards to the Steelers drafting Mason Rudolph on his 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh, his radio show, were taken out of context. Not sure I'm buying what he's selling there. But ultimately, he said that he had a good a good relationship so far with Mason Rudolph. He's helped him um, with little things. He spoke specifically of a throw. They were working on a drill where Mason Rudolph scrambled to his right or to his left, but he scrambled out of the pocket. He was supposed to hit uh, Roosevelt Nix, the fullback. He threw the ball high and hard. Roosevelt Nix dropped the ball. Roethlisberger essentially said, look, you don't need to throw every single pass as hard as you can. Sometimes you just have to lay it out there, let them catch it on the on the move, and let them do their work after the catch. So it's good to see that Roethlisberger is not holding a grudge. It's good to see that Roethlisberger isn't going to be, uh, pardon my French, a prick about this situation, as many of us thought he was going to be considering the way that he responded on his radio show to the Steelers drafting Mason Rudolph in the third round. Ultimately, though, all news is good on this front. Mason Rudolph had glowing reviews, not only from Roethlisberger, who thought he looked good, thought he handled the huddle well. He even 
overthrew Antonio Brown, which is not easy to do, but he did that. He has a big arm. That's what most people talked about. Um, everything was good. Everything was good on that front. Roethlisberger, they said he looks in, in good shape. He looked in good spirits. The whole team in general seemed to have that giddy up, the excitement of being back on the football field, even though it's, as Mike Tomlin calls it, football in shorts. Well, it's football in shorts for almost everyone except for Le'Veon Bell, as everyone expected. If you didn't expect it, I'm not sure where you've been the entire offseason. Le'Veon Bell did not show up at organized team activities, and these aren't mandatory and he's technically not even under contract because he hasn't signed his franchise tag tender yet. And Antonio Brown had some real interesting uh, comments to say about Le'Veon Bell. And I'll paraphrase for you in case you didn't see the interview. You can watch that interview tomorrow as it runs in the morning on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. He essentially said that if he were to give any advice to Le'Veon Bell, because you have to remember Antonio Brown went through something very similar. Now he never reached franchise tag that rarefied error, he never was without a contract, uh, but he was disgruntled. We'll put it that way. Antonio Brown knew he was outperforming his current deal. He wanted to be paid as one of the top wide receivers that he is in the National Football League, in my opinion, the best. But one thing he said he would tell uh, Le'Veon Bell is, you have to show up. You have to know how the Steelers work, and you have to show up. Because when you show up, when technically you don't have to show up, you're proving to them that you're there and you want to be there. And he wasn't talking just about this season. He's talking about after this season. Le'Veon Bell talks a lot about how he wants a long-term deal and he wants to be paid what he feels he, he is worth. I understand that. I get it. It's a business. But at the same time, if he were to show up at OTAs, boy, would that make a statement to the organization. That would tell the organization, you know what? He does really want to be here. He does really want to stay here after this deal. Maybe we will be able to get a deal done. I look at, and it's really comparing apples and oranges in some aspects, but it's not in others. I think about Alejandro Villanueva. Before he got his contract extension last season, and this is a starting left tackle in the National Football League, and if you don't know what those players make, it's a lot of money. He was making less than a million dollars a year. And I know the average Joe listening or watching this show is going to turn their nose up and say, oh, oh, there's these poor NFL players that are making less than a million dollars. Let's keep that to the, let's put that on the back burner. Okay. And let's realize that a starting left tackle should not be making less than a million dollars a year in the National Football League. Okay. He had every right to skip workouts, to not show up, to badmouth the organization and to really do what he felt was best only to make money. That's not, I understand that's not Big Al. That's not Alejandro Villanueva. He showed up for everything. He didn't miss a workout. And at training camp, when everyone was wondering, will he show up or will he kind of say, you know what, I'm not going to show up without a new deal. He showed up and the Steelers paid him. That's all I'm saying. If Le'Veon Bell thinks that the Steelers are going to bend over backwards for him and maybe say, you know, this guy's really committed, he would think about showing up and he would heed Antonio Brown's advice. Will he heed Antonio Brown's advice? If I'm a betting man, I'm going to say, hell no, he's not going to heed Antonio Brown's advice. I think that he's going to stick to his plan. And his plan is, I'm not showing up for OTAs, I'm not showing up for minicamp, 
Don't expect to see me at training camp at Latrobe at St. Vincent College. And don't expect me to see me in any preseason games. I'll be checking in on Monday or Tuesday prior to week one, like he did last year. And the Steelers are going to have to deal with the circus that is Le'Veon Bell holding out all preseason. So Antonio Brown gives him a tremendous amount of, I think, great advice. Uh, not only just from someone that's been there, but a friend of Le'Veon Bell's. We'll see if he heeds that advice. I'm going to guess he doesn't. Now, one of the things that a lot of people have talked about during OTAs is the new players and predominantly the rookies. And we hear a lot about Mason Rudolph and we hear about Terrell Edmonds doing well and Marcus Allen. All of those rookies, except for Terrell Edmonds, are signed, by the way. They've all signed their contracts. Mason Rudolph signed his rookie contract. So really, it's just Terrell Edmonds is the last of the seven drafted players for the Steelers to sign. But there's two players that really aren't getting a lot of publicity that are new to the, the, the team. They're the two free agent acquisitions in John Bostic, inside linebacker, and Morgan Burnett, safety. John Bostic, uh, in our day one recap on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I wrote how it was reported he did not run with the starters. Next to Vince Williams was not Bostic. It was Tyler Matikiewicz. And a lot of fans were really curious about this. I wasn't. This is a guy that does not know the system. Matikiewicz does. Matikiewicz has been there for two years prior to this season. He knows the system. Bostic, don't judge Bostic and where he's playing and when he's playing and how much he's playing until we get to training camp. Get to training camp. If he's not running with the ones, if he's still running with the twos, then that's an issue. Then maybe we're not thinking John Bostic is what he could be in the inside of that defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers. On the back end, Morgan Burnett is kind of getting acclimated himself. Sean Davis had glowing remarks for him, said he's learning the defense quickly. They're developing a good rapport. It's going to be really interesting to see how the Steelers utilize Davis, Burnett, Edmonds, and you could even throw in Allen in there. Those four safeties are going to be really unique situations. They're hybrid sub packages that they want to run this year. Keep an eye on that. But a lot of people aren't talking about this. You know, everyone's talking Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown's there, and he's saying what he said. And Bostic and Burnett, very important parts of this Steelers defense because if you think about the defense as a system, up the middle is extremely important. Bostic in the middle, possibly at inside linebacker. Burnett in the back end taking place of, we assume, of Mike Mitchell type, although Sean Davis is reportedly going to move to free safety. It's going to be crazy to see what the Steelers defense looks like this year because I don't think it's going to resemble anything either of us, either you listening or watching or me speaking, have seen before. Another name that a lot of people aren't talking about, though, and maybe they should, is James Conner. James Conner took the entire fan base and really the NFL by storm. His jersey sales were tops after he was drafted by the Steelers. Uh, His story is tremendous. Cancer survivor just posted on Twitter today, Wednesday, that he's two years cancer-free to the day. So awesome news. Super happy for him and his health. He spoke to a couple reporters after the day one of OTAs and said he's 100% healthy. He had an MCL injury. That's what ended his season. He's back. He's back. And you know what? He should be benefiting most more than anyone else. The fact that Le'Veon Bell is not there. Ben Roethlisberger spoke about how this is really important for James Conner because without Bell there, he's getting almost all of the set, all of the snaps. He's really the one that's getting 
the looks and getting the experience. And I know that he played as a rookie, but let's be honest. If you follow this team and this league close enough, you know that the transition from year one to two is night and day. That's why last episode, if you haven't checked it out, go back and check it out. I talked about players in year two that could really surprise people. I talked all about how experience means everything. So now James Conner, who was hampered by a hamstring injury early in training camp in these OTAs last year, and then he ended up with a knee injury, he knows what it takes now. I guarantee you his preparation in the offseason was completely different than what it was prior to his rookie season. He knows what to expect. He's been there. He's done that. And I think you're going to see a James Conner that is not only motivated, but is healthy and ready to go. I had a question on our Twitter feed. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you can. It's at BT Steel Curtain. They said, what do you think about James Conner? Just in general, do you see him as a first running back, as a starter, if Le'Veon Bell were to leave? And I, my answer was no, I don't. But I do see James Conner as a very adequate backup or a huge piece in a running back by committee backfield. Now, if Le'Veon Bell leaves after this season, which everyone assumes is going to happen, Jalen Samuels and James Conner could be a very good tandem in the backfield. They could be that one-two punch with Samuels' versatility, with his ability to play multiple positions, and with James Conner, downhill style, one cut, down there. He's not wasting any time. He's the total antithesis of Le'Veon Bell style with the patience and the pitter-patter of the line of scrimmage. That would be a great tandem. I don't think James Conner is the future of the position, but could be a big part of that future at the position. So James Conner's getting extra reps, and that's going to help him Big time. Now, lastly, for the Steelers news, something that a lot of fans have talked a lot about and in really nothing good has been said, and that is the Steelers defense. A report was written, and it was an interview with Vince Williams. Vince Williams was, I think, by far the vocal leader of the Steelers defense, maybe second only to Cameron Hayward after Ryan Shazier was injured um, in December on that Monday night football game in Cincinnati. And Vince Williams talked about really fan perception. Now, Vince Williams is active on Twitter. He is a great follow. He is someone that we have communicated with at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And he spoke very candidly about his thoughts on how the team's fan base is perceiving the defense. He said, look, I get it. The last memory you have is our worst game of the season. He understands that. What he's saying, and I kind of believe this, and I kind of agree with him, is we as in the Steelers' defense, are not as bad as you all think we are. And when I said to say you, we're talking about the fan base. He said, Everyone thinks that we're awful. He said, we set a franchise sack record last year. We were a top five defense. They were fifth in overall defense last year. So maybe what Vince Williams is saying is that although there are issues and stopping the run has been paramount from day one of rookie minicamp and it's still going on, from Keith Butler, Mike Tomlin, every single defensive coach, they are hammering stop the run into this defense's brains. They realize that's where their downfall was last year and their loss to the Jaguars, and they realize that's where they have to start to pick themselves back up. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. 
MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Maybe Vince Williams is right. Maybe the last thing we remember being the worst game for the Steelers is what's kind of tarnishing our image of them. Could they be a really good defense this year? It's going to be tough to say without Shazier. If Shazier were there, I would have no problem saying, yes, they're going to be really good. I think the secondary is going to be improved. The getting the getting rid of Mike Mitchell, adding Morgan Burnett, I think Artie Burns is only going to get better, and I think Joe Hayden is going to be healthy, and he's going to be ready to make some plays. You throw in Mike Hilton, you throw in Cameron Sutton, I think the secondary is going to be better, period. The front, that's up for debate. Bud Dupree, they're switching sides, he and TJ Watt. I think they're preparing fans for this sub-package football with Terrell Edmonds on the field. It's going to be interesting, but I will say this. The Steelers' defense made strides in the right direction last year. We may not want to admit it as fans because we all remember how it ended, but they made very good strides last year, even after Ryan Chazier got hurt. Will they make another step forward? Will they get this team one step closer to that stairway to seven, that seventh Lombardi trophy? Well, they're going to need a defense that's going to be a top 10. doesn't need to be number one. We're not talking about the Troy Palomalo, Casey Hampton, James Ferrier defenses. They just need to be a top 10 defense and hope the offense goes out and plays lights out from start to finish. Will it happen? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. We'll be there with you every step of the way. Make sure you check us out behind thesteelcurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs, your one-stop shop. Follow us here on YouTube if you don't. Just go to your search bar, BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe, thumbs up on the videos. We appreciate it, as well as on iTunes. Find us at The Standard is a Standard. I'm Jeff Hardman, editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. We will see you next time. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, 
maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.